The years have touched her only to enrich her. The flower of her youth had not faded. It only hung more quietly on its stem. You can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. Your face is marked with lines of life put there by love and laughter. It really is beautiful, dear friends. If you're not getting older, you're dead. I like the woman you became better than the girl you were. I like the story you have written across your face. I don't see why there should be a point where everyone decides you're too old. I'm not too old, and until I decide I'm too old, I'll never be too fucking old. Age, my dear friends, is something that does not matter. Unless, of course, you are a vintage glass of wine. And on that note, cheers to wisdom, maturity, and self-awareness, dear podcast listeners. And if you hadn't guessed already, we're talking about aging. So let's get on to the episode, shall we? Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast. Hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Buddy, and welcome to the 73rd episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your host, age 38, soon to be 39 in just a couple days. Ooh, Sam Shorky. And I fully admit that I started doing Botox earlier this year, just on my forehead though. And I do kind of enjoy it, although it does kind of make me look like Spock. And I am Sarah, 45 years old, 100% natural, and not wrinkle-free. And rocking a few gray hairs that I'm kind of surprised you haven't started dying yet. Are you planning to just let it go salt and pepper on its own time and just say fuck it or what? Yes, I don't care. I'm not as shallow as you. Well... I will share some really sad news with everybody right now that I I finally discovered my first gray hair about a year ago and I was absolutely devastated about it. Thankfully I have not seen any more, just the same one. I cut it out immediately and I just cut it out again for a second time because that fucker regrew. The first one is always the hardest. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're all going to be hard. But anyway, if you haven't already gathered, yes, we are talking about a very inevitable and difficult for some, especially me, part of life and that, my dearest podcast listeners, is aging. So 
So I definitely want to cover a lot on this episode and we might even have to make it a two-part series because you're obsessed with aging and how to stop it from happening. Yeah, pretty much. And I fully admit it. So I do want to begin by saying that I think we can all appreciate that with each stage of life, there are definitely some cool experiences for us to enjoy, not to mention valuable insights that we acquire and that only comes with age. And I don't think any of us could say that there is a downside to gaining wisdom. And of course, with wisdom, it becomes learning and growth. But sadly, and I fully admit that I'm guilty of this, rather than embracing the present moment or time in our life that we're currently in, I've noticed that once we hit a certain age, we kind of just focus on wishing to be younger. And I'm there, almost turning 39, and, you know, we obsess over it. I fully think that I am bordering on obsession, I admit it. Yeah, I have no idea what to expect from this episode. I feel like the whole time I might just be wanting to beat the shit out of you. Well, I'm hoping that by the time we're done recording, I will have a newfound appreciation and excitement for my ever-drooping, wrinkling face, my (laughs) ever-sagging, sad-looking tits, and of course my Spock-like frozen eyebrows. Hmm. Maybe you should also go back and listen to our episode on having realistic expectations. Well, obviously I love all that we say in that episode too, but I think it's normal for us to fear getting old, especially those of us who have relied on our physical beauty. What? It's not exactly your best attribute. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, maybe as an ugly person, you just wouldn't understand, Sarah. Look away. I'm hideous. But yeah, it's like this fear that we won't be valued if we don't have our youth and beauty anymore. Maybe we try to hold on to the past, and I know this is probably something that I struggle with, is that I I hold on to that vision of who I once was, and that is what gives me value in my life to a certain extent, I would say. I think this is what the problem is, though. And I think this is the big difference between our views on aging. You have always defined yourself by how you look, whereas I have not. And don't get me wrong, I was a hot little tamale back in the day, too. But I never really thought of that as my one thing that I have to offer this world, whereas you've kind of painted yourself into a body dysmorphia corner. (laughs) Because you've always kind of been obsessed with how you look. And that has led you into the career that you have now. But but yeah, I think you're just kind of in this trap now. And don't get me wrong, as a woman, it's hard to not fall into that trap. Mm And you're basically screwed if you continue to focus so much on your body and looks. Yeah, totally. And I really want to mention that a lot of what we're discussing actually stems from a really phenomenal Oprah podcast that Mm -hmm. I heard uh, a couple years ago that I have sent to so many of my friends and probably know of Oprah's Super Soul Conversations podcast, which I love. And we will include a link on the show notes for this episode on the website. But anyway, she interviewed all of these drop-dead gorgeous celebrities women who are very much known for their beauty but who are now well into their 60s and even 70s and Oprah was asking them if they can remember 
a time when they entered a room and say every man's eyes were no longer on them or they realized that they could no longer use their beauty as their calling card, so to speak. And they all agreed, every single one of them, that it was almost freeing to reach a more mature age because all of a sudden they were finally able to focus on things that actually mattered, like discovering who they are and who they've always wanted to be, but without the influence of their ego or the attachment to their physical appearance. And it was really cool to listen to these women almost be empowered because they could finally stop being defined by their physical beauty, which they all agreed was really frigging exhausting, not to mention all that pressure that they put on themselves and all the frigging work that goes into it. Hello, Botox and hair dye. Yeah, this, you made me listen to the podcast too, and it really is a great, a great one. I thoroughly Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. Yeah, so we definitely will link that one up in the show notes, and I encourage every single woman listening to our podcast right now to go and listen to it after you listen to this podcast, especially if you are 35 plus, I guess, I would say 40 plus. No, I think every woman, no matter your age, needs to listen to that Oprah episode. Mm -hmm, And there was actually one thing on it that Oprah said that I absolutely loved. And it was in regards to women lying about their age, but I feel like you could apply it to any woman who spends years of her life being dissatisfied with her appearance. But anyway, she said that she's never understood women who lie about their age and why they do that. And she said you're denying years that you have earned. Mm. And I like to apply that to women over 40 or moms or you with your deflated boobs. They're not that bad. I know, you made them sound terrible. (laughs) Um, But, you know, yes, your body is very different after having children. It does not look the same. Oh, yeah. But every single one of those changes was thanks to a journey that your body has been through. And Mm -hmm. to be unhappy with all of those changes is to deny yourself of the many joyous little occasions that brought you here. And the reason your boobs are deflated is because you literally nourished and fed your child with your body and said boobs. Mm, Yeah, totally. And how can that possibly be a gross or ugly thing? Exactly. Yeah, what I also loved about that podcast is how all of the these women, these beautiful celebrity women, admitted that they didn't even discover or wake up to their deeper self until they hit 40. Some of them saying it happened even much later than that. Yeah, waking up at 40, if you're lucky, I would say. And I can even relate that to doing a virtual retreat a few months ago where all these women were... You know, in their 50s and 60s. And here I was thinking, thank God that I'm having these going into my subconscious moments at 38 versus, you know, much later in life. So it was interesting that all these beautiful women didn't have that until later on. You know who I would love to have a one-on-one sit down with to discuss like all of this stuff? Oprah? Uh, no. Courtney Cox after going way too far with the Botox? No, but agreed. Actually, Jennifer Lopez, because in my opinion, she is a perfect example of someone who has aged incredibly well. You could even argue that she looks better at age 52 than she did at 
32 and you know I fully admit that I've spent many a nights lying in my bed phone in hand googling anti-aging tips from JLo herself and one that really did stick with me was actually one that had nothing to do with injectables or skincare products or even her diet and exercise routine but it was actually a little mantra that she says over and over many times throughout the day and I love this and it is I am youthful and I am timeless and I am nauseous. (laughs) No, I really like that because it's such a good example of mind over matter. And I do believe that is very relevant to dealing with the aging process. Brainwashing? No, but it goes back to many episodes that we've done in the past. And I can't remember which one I'm thinking of. Maybe it was the energy flows where attention goes episode. But it was the one where we talked about replacing those negative fear-based thoughts that you have with positive ones. So instead of thinking, oh God, I'm getting older, my skin is sagging, I look terrible, oh God, there's another gray hair, oh, is that another wrinkle forming? You could instead try to stop yourself when those thoughts come into your mind and replace them with a more positive thought. So maybe you could start saying, you know what, I'm proud of my age. Hey, there's another smile line to represent all the times that I've laughed and been happy in my life. You know, that wrinkle represents a lifetime of wisdom I have to share, or I'm only as old as I feel. (laughs) I think for me, I just, I don't understand it. It seems like such a stupid thing to waste the energy worrying about. Mm. Like, aging is inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what you try and do about it. I just honestly don't understand why anyone would bother worrying about it, because it's not a real worry. Well, to you, it's not. But to other people, including myself, it is. And yeah, literally tell that to the, what did I read, 18 million people who undergo surgical and minimally invasive cosmetic procedures just in the United States alone every year. 18 million. Yeah, they're wasting their money. And they're not fooling anyone. It's like, you're the one who looks unnatural. And quite frankly, you're scaring the rest of us. (laughs) Okay, but if Botox or fillers or any kind of cosmetic tweak is done properly, you actually shouldn't even be able to notice it. Whereas the people who look obviously enhanced are probably cheaping out on their procedures or they have a doctor who doesn't actually care about making them look natural and just enhancing their natural beauty. Which, by the way... As I always say to my clients, there are two things in life you should never cheap out on, tattoos and vitamins. I had a client recently say you should add cosmetic surgeries to that list. But anyway, let's not spend too much time on this particular subject and just say that if getting a little enhancement here and there genuinely makes you feel better about yourself, then go for it. Who is anyone to tell you not to? But please do err on the side of what looks the most natural because I do watch a lot of reality TV shows. And like Sarah said, some of these women are scaring me too. Well said, Mr. Spock. (laughs) Holy 
shits here. This is going to be a long one, a long podcast. And we still have to announce the Patreon prize winner. We do, and we have not even scratched the surface on some health and wellness tips from celebrities for looking and feeling our best throughout the ages. Yeah, and what about all the research you made me do on the scientific biological changes that occur as we age? Yeah, I know. Okay, well, let's turn this one into a two-parter for sure, because I like this discussion, and I think it is worth sharing, and I don't really want to skip through the mental struggles and the necessary mindset shifts around the topic of aging, because I do think that we have a lot of women who are kind of in the same age bracket as us, and they will appreciate it as much as, as I do, at least. I think you're right. Mm. All right. Can I do the Patreon prize announcement? Yes, please. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Don't need up to the people in the back. Go. What? <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the winner, winner is Julie, Julie S. S. Why did we both go yeah, S? <laughs> Congratulations, Julie. If it weren't so damn expensive, I probably would send you like a bottle of retinol or something in with your JOTB goodie bag. But uh, as we just learned, it's all about your inner beauty anyway, Julie. So yeah, you don't Julie. need that retinol, okay? <sighs> you are timeless and you are youthful as is. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so wrapping up our mindfulness portion of the aging podcast series by my final thought jerry springer style (laughs) which is something i often say to myself every time i start to worry about the things that i really can't do much about i.e getting older and much like j-lo's mantra of i am timeless i am youthful i like to repeat to myself on the regular that this my friends is as good as it gets right here right now not getting any younger. So might as well stop fighting it. Do your best, obviously, to lead a healthy lifestyle and just try your best to enjoy it. Because in 10 years, you're going to hate this body even more. (laughs) Exactly. As dark and depressing as that sounds. Well, let's be real. I mean, the sad truth as a woman is that you will never be satisfied with your physical appearance, whether you're 25, 35, or 45. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and on that note, another thing in that Oprah podcast that Ali McGraw said was that she thinks back to the way she thought and the fear she had in her 30s and 40s and thinks, what a jip. And that's basically the message she's trying to send to women in their 30s and 40s now with those same fears. You know, what a waste of your time. Yes, exactly. And guys, I know I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but how sad is it that even the day before I won my pro card as a vegan bikini competitor all the way in Texas, I was still analyzing the shit out of my body and thinking that I was this ugly duckling, that I didn't have a a 
juicy enough butt and my abs weren't tight enough and then you know won my pro card and yay I'm the hottest chick in the world and then went out eating spaghetti and booze that night and then the next day I had a photo shoot and right back to oh god I'm bloated Uh, I look awful look at how much water I'm retaining in my face and you know I should not be doing this photo shoot and I'm telling you that feeling never goes away until you embrace that this is where I'm at I'm going to do my best it might not be easy but to enjoy what I have because this is as good as it gets right here right now and like Sarah said in 10 years from now you'll be looking back at this thinking wow What was I complaining about? Yes, and that's how I think back to when I was 20 and then 25 and then 30 and 35 and now I'm verging on 40 and it's it, it's so exhausting. It is so much pressure and work. Instead, just take it for what it is. Do what makes you feel good. Stay healthy. Stay mentally healthy and just embrace where you are. You know what? This actually reminds me of, of something I read the other day and it was written by a 27-year-old woman the day before she died from terminal cancer. Uh. Yeah, no, it was... I'm going to pull it up because it was a long one and I just want to pull some pieces here. Okay, yes, I like this. Because, yes, good way to put things into perspective. Of course, that sounds horribly sad. And here we are, you know, and I'm guilty for this too. Shitting on myself for getting my first gray hair at 38. Oh, boo-hoo. Okay, so she said... That she always envisioned herself growing old with wrinkles and gray hair caused by lots of kids she planned on having. And she said, that's the thing about life. It is fragile, precious, and unpredictable. I'm 27. I don't want to go. But the control is out of my hands. Everyone has problems, some greater than others. Be grateful for your minor issue and get over it. Maybe you're caught in bad traffic. Maybe you had a bad sleep because your beautiful babies kept you awake. Maybe your new fake nails got a chip or your boobs are too small. Or you have cellulite on your arse or your belly is wobbling. Let all that shit go. I swear you will not be thinking of those things when it's your time to go. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. And definitely a good place for us to conclude this episode. And again, we will do a second part where we actually share anti-aging tips and we'll try to get it out to you guys as quickly as possible. But we really just wanted to tackle the mindset aspect of aging because it is so much within your control to embrace it or make it a miserable experience for you. And I just, I don't want you guys to waste all this time and not value and appreciate everything that you learn about yourself throughout every year and every decade of your lives. And thank you, Sarah, for sharing that. We'll link that letter up on the show notes for this episode too, if possible. Hopefully this poor woman's words resonated with you guys listening as much as it did for me just now. And we'll leave you With that, the next one, like I said, will have tons of science, research, and actual celebrity tips like my girl J-Lo, who are aging like a fine wine, and prove that age really is just a number. Let's end on a high note with a good old song. So, Sarah, what are we singing? 
Well, since we're now turning this into a two-part podcast, I guess we'll save Forever Young by Rod Stewart for the next episode, which means I got nothing for this one. What about Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin? Don't Don't worry, worry. your tits aren't saggy. (laughs) Or or what about Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen? Okay, I like Glory Days, although I don't know uh, how well I'm going to be able to remember this one. Yeah, this might be a disaster. Yeah, I have a feeling it will be, but let's give it a shot. Here we go. I had a friend who was a big baseball player. Back in high school, he could throw that speedball by you, make you look like a fool boy. Saw him the other night at this roadside bar. I was walking in, he was walking out. We went back inside, sat down, had a few drinks, but all he kept talking about glory days. Well, I'll pass you by glory days, bam, 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 in the wink of a young girl's eye, glory days, bam, 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 glory Since we're uh, somebody the other day mentioned, oh, I listened to your May podcast, so maybe everyone just assumes we only put out one a month. Yeah, yeah, we're purposely doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's we, we are a monthly podcast. In case anyone was wondering, anyways, we love you guys. We wish we could do them more often, but alas, life just always gets in the way. So hope you enjoyed it. Look forward to part two coming at you soon. Shorky sisters, like a fine wine, we are out.